Well, good afternoon, good morning, and good evening. Whatever time it is you're listening to this program, welcome to Philadelphia Eagles Talk with Jeff. You know, I mentioned after the last uh, game against Seattle that the Eagles gave us one quarter. One quarter in that game. The rest of the game against the 49ers, they kicked the crap out of us. Well, not to be outdone tonight, the Eagles didn't give us a single quarter. Right from the start, this game was pretty much had its fate sealed by the end of the first quarter. Once again, in my view, the Eagles come out of the game, come out for the game, I should say, lethargic. They don't seem to be into it. The 49ers wanted some ass last week. And they came and they took it in our house. Beat us up physically, mentally, on the field, off the field, you name it. They talked the talk, came in and walked the walk all over us at home. To go on the, you know, you now, you know, the Eagles could have gone one or two ways with that. One, you know, as most sort of championship teams do, they'll lick their wounds, figure things out, and come back next week and give a much better effort. That's what championship teams do. Keyword being championship teams. What do not-so-good teams do? They come out there and pull another stinker. And that's really going to be the focus and the trend that's going happening here with the Eagles. And, you know, for those of you, and I apologize because my post-game podcast, I know I had a couple this week, one with Matt that was pretty lengthy at the beginning part of the week, and then I got my post-game or sorry, my pregame podcast, my own, where I gave my predictions and thoughts on the game just today is when it came out. So most of you probably weren't able to hear it. Um, you may want to go back and listen to it, you know, if you want. But I'll just say this. I had the Eagles losing. I predicted them to lose. Uh, I predicted them to lose this, this game before the season started. And certainly the Eagles had didn't do anything recently to change my mind, thinking that uh, I should change that pick. And so I had the Eagles losing again. Uh, to the Cowboys, 33-27. to 27. So I hit the Cowboys score exactly right. But the Eagles only had 13, and one of them was a defensive touchdown. And they didn't score an offensive touchdown the entire game. Another horrendously sad, piss-poor performance by the Eagles. And um, I don't know what you want me to say. I mean, there was a point tonight where this defense has given up 10 straight touchdowns. I mean, I said during the pregame podcast, six straight touchdown is already something that bad teams don't even do. They haven't even done this year. The worst teams in the league haven't done that this year. And now the Eagles extended that to like 10 consecutive drives before they finally had the Cowboys punt. Touchdown drives too, by the way. I think maybe the 10th one was actually um, – a field goal. So nine consecutive touchdown drives, and then the tenth one was actually a field goal. So that's actually how it broke down. Either way, it's terrible defense. It's not a good team anymore, guys. Well, let me back up. It's a good team. It's not a great team. 
anybody out there right now who thinks this team is a great team, it's not. They're not playing it. They're not even playing a good team right now. That's just the reality of it, you know. And we're gonna we're gonna have some hard love here in this podcast because it's time. It's time to start calling some things out. Some things I've already kind of called out this season, especially after last week's game. But now I think we really start to have to look at the coaching because now this is the second straight big game, quote unquote, where Sirianni didn't have his team ready to play. And on top of that, outcoached in both games badly. So that seat's going to start becoming hot for Sirianni for the first time in his Eagles career as head coach. And I'm not saying they need to get rid of him. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that there needs we need some answers here. Eagles got to figure some things out quick because they're about to. They've already lost the number one seed. That's already gone, and they're going to lose the division if they're not. They don't get it fixed quickly. So. They're very close right now to being on the road for the playoffs. You kiss the first round bye goodbye. That's already gone. So this team's not getting any rest. So, so much for that. Because I don't see the 49ers losing again the rest of the year. Maybe they slip up first Baltimore. I don't think so. But the Eagles are not going to win every game now. You know, people are like, oh, they got through the juggernaut. No, they haven't. I've said all along, they're not beating Seattle in Seattle. So they're going to lose next week, too. So you don't – it's just – they're not going to beat Seattle in Seattle. Seattle almost beat the 49ers today with their backup quarterback. They played him tough. I don't know, maybe I shouldn't say they almost beat him, but they played him tough with their backup quarterback in San Francisco. Eagles are not winning next week. And I'm more confident of that now than ever before. I mean, the only reason why I picked against them during a preseason pick is because they've never beat Seattle in Seattle. So I just kind of said until they, they proved it to me that they do, I'm just picking against them. That was my thought process then. Now, coinciding with that thought that they just never beat Seattle in Seattle and the way they're playing right now, they're not winning next week. So looking at 10 and 4 now, guys. 10 and 4. They might be in second place in the NFC next week if Dallas wins. And right now, you know, Dallas is steamrolling everybody. Jalen Hurts didn't do anything tonight. Overthrew Smith in the end zone. Fumbled the ball early in the game, turned it over. Again, didn't look all that comfortable in the pocket. I'm not blaming it on Hurts. He's just one of many. The offensive line didn't block well tonight like they did against the 49ers last week. Running game looked pretty good. Wide receivers dropping passes, especially Smith. Smith had like three passes that were dropped. And he had a fumble himself. 
Defense, once again, no answers for CeeDee Lamb. Zero. So where's the coaching? Again, where's the coaching? Now, okay, you want to say that they played better than they did last game? Okay, but he had almost 200 yards receiving last game. Still couldn't stop him tonight at all. You know, I said the keys to the game in my pregame podcast today or, you know, that I dropped earlier this morning. Said the keys to the game were getting to Zach, to Dak. You know the pack, pass rush, right? The pass rush, non-existent. Other than the Fletcher Cox sack, which was a really key. And if there was anything that was going to wake up this team, that was it. But even that had no effect on Eagles. That was just did what they were doing the whole game. Just got the ball back and marched down the field. Great play by Fletcher Cox, Wiley veteran. Great awareness and, and nice play there by Jalen Carter, the rookie, to run, take it all the way to the house. That was the only highlight in the entire game for the Eagles. That was it. Other than Jake Elliott continues to just nail every field goal. That's it. Other than that, it was just watching an opposing offense just go up and down the field with no resistance. Like it's been really since the Bills game. I'm going to exclude just very few people as far as thumbs up and thumbs down. But, uh, everyone, Everyone's pretty much a thumbs down in this game. I mean everybody. The only exceptions are Reddick, who's still giving effort late in the game. Put a pressure on Dak in this sack. He had two sacks in this game. We need more Reddicks on this team. Guys who give it every single play. He truly has dog mentality. Rest of everybody else? I don't know. Saw a little bit of it in, in Brown. That's what we like about this kid. Basically had to start tonight after Blankenship went out early with a concussion. Which, by the way... I hope the league looks at that play because, you know, they're supposed to have a rule in effect for offensive players who lower and use the helmet as a weapon when being tackled, which is exactly what that Cowboys tight end did. So no flag, of course, because the refereeing in this league continues to just suck. Horrible calls all over the field again tonight, but no excuses. It's not the reason why the Eagles lost at all, but the refereeing is, is the worst that I've ever seen it, and it just keeps getting worse every year. It is abysmal this year. But, you know, we lose Bunnington Chip. We already got our secondary and it's banged up at the beginning with. But Sidney Brown came in and played very well, I thought. You know, for a rookie, thought he played very well. Again, gives high energy. Yeah, he was beating on some roots and things like that. You know, he's a rookie. But I like what I see out of that guy. I think he's going to be a player. I really do. And he was giving all out effort that whole time, that entire game. He's a gamer. I don't know how great he's going to be, or even if he's going to be good, but he's a gamer. Fletcher Cox, played a good game. But not enough pressure overall. I don't know what's going on with Josh Sweat, but he's been non existent the last 
three weeks, four weeks. And I love Joshua, but I don't know what's going on with him, but he has not done much. I think Jalen Carter and Jordan Davis have definitely hit a rookie wall. You know, sport, especially Jalen Carter. Yeah, he had a big play tonight with the uh, scoop score. And I still think he's playing pretty well. I'm not, I'm not going to try to say that he's not. He gives effort. He's, he's, he's going to be a dominant player. He is. But I think he's hitting a little bit of a wall. And Jordan Davis, I think he's hitting a wall as well. You know, and I can't call it a rookie wall because it's his second year. But you think about it. He missed a lot of the season last year due to injury. And he's played way more snaps than he's ever played ever in his life. Didn't play that much in college because they rotated. Same thing as, you know, same issue with Carter. So they're both playing more snaps than they've ever played. They're holding up well. I'm not saying they're playing bad. But you can tell they're just not they're just not getting through like they, they were earlier in the season. So they're probably wearing down a little bit, you know. Linebacking play was a little bit better tonight. You expected it to be with Cunningham back, and he had Leonard in there. Leonard didn't play that much. You know, he played sparingly, which kind of makes sense. He's just still learning the, the defense. Morrow actually played pretty well, especially in pass coverage. But they were still able to run the ball when they needed to get Dallas tonight. So, like I said, I think that defensive line is just not stopping the run like it used to. Teams are able to run on the Eagles now, which was not the case in the first eight games of the season. Can't stop anybody on third down. Most frustrating thing. Cannot stop anyone at third down. Doesn't really matter the team. Just can't. Can't stop anybody. This defense is really bad. And that was my biggest concern when I made my prediction. So this defense is just not good. In fact, it's bad. It's a bad defense. The Eagles have, outside of their pass rush, a bad defense. Penalties. Can't seem to cover anybody without, you know, drawing a PI flag. That's both Slay and Bradbury. Our two veterans can't seem to cover anybody now without getting pass interference calls. CD Lamb, where's the coaching? Where's the adjustments made to contain this guy? Ate us up, as always. No answers for him. Yeah, I said, make somebody else beat you. Contain and stop C.D. Lamb and make someone else beat you. Double cover him. They didn't do that. C.D. beat us and other guys beat us. So it, it was the worst of both scenarios. Not only did they not stop C.D. Lamb, but other players beat us too. I tell you, it's, it's not, not a good sign here. Not a good sign. Turnovers. Jalen, early turnover, got a hole on their freaking ball. Smith, turning over, late. Smith did not have a good game. Some drops. Then he fumbles the ball. And I love Devontae Smith. But rough game. Brown didn't do all that much. Had a, had a big drop, but he wouldn't have had his foot in anyway. But maybe that's two things he did wrong then. When he got his foot in and dropped the ball early in the game when it was still a game. Goddard had a fumble. Didn't Goddard have a fumble too? 
I want to say he had a fumble also, didn't he? I think he did. Yeah, just um, it's bad. You can't can't turn the ball over against good teams. You can't even turn the ball over against bad teams. I expect to win. Hence the Jets game. Which, by the way, believe it or not, had they not lost that Jets game, they would still be number one in football and have home field advantage right now. But you know what? Good teams don't lose to the Jets. That should have been a red flag right there. Also, good teams don't barely beat the Red, the Washington uh, Commanders. And the Washington Commanders almost beat us twice. And they stink. One of the worst teams in football. And we just barely beat them twice. And we lost to the Jets. So the warning signs of this season have been there. And maybe we overlooked them. Maybe I look overlooked them too. We're all just looking at all the wins. Wow, they're they're eight and one. They're you know nine and one. They're ten and one. It's not a good team, guys. And look, I'm not a hater. You know, why, why would I? Why would I want to kick dirt on my own team? I on this podcast, you're going to get the real, and it's sometimes going to be some tough love. And nobody loves the Eagles more than I do. Except maybe you, the audience. Not ever going to question your fanaticism with the Eagles, but don't ever question mine either. Just because I'm being critical of them. But what I'm pointing out here is reality. Sometimes it's hard to face it. Because this team is collapsing right before our eyes. And right now, they don't seem to have any answers. Which is even more concerning than the the collapse itself. Now, if you want to think they're going to go out and beat Seattle next week, hey, everyone's entitled to their opinion. I don't see how, over the last couple weeks, how they've been playing that you think they're going to go in Seattle and and win win that game. Maybe they get a break and Geno doesn't play, but Drew Locke looked pretty good today. I mean, at least he they hung in there and competed against the 49ers, the team that thrashed us. And that was in San Francisco. And if you don't think that Seattle team is not going to be ready for us on Monday Night Football next week, Think again. Pete Carroll will have that team ready. He's a really good coach. One of the things you can almost always guarantee about a Pete Carroll team is they're going to be ready, and they're going to fight you tooth and nail, and they're going to play a physical game. That's Pete Carroll's game. Physically now, the Eagles have been out physical the last two weeks. Now, granted, these are good teams the Eagles are playing. So, you know. But the Eagles are supposed to be a good team. And they've been having, this is two weeks in a row now, that they were non-competitive against other good teams. Non-competitive. One game was at home. And they got thrashed. 
Then they went on the road against the division rival and got thrashed. So, I mean, there's some major problems going on here. Again, I predicted they would lose this game. But unlike the 49er game, I didn't expect it to be close. This game, I didn't expect to be closer. I had them losing by a touchdown. And they were non-competitive again. And again, I've already given away my prediction for next week. I will still do a pregame podcast. But I don't see him beating Seattle next week. And down the road, for everyone who thinks, I'll say it again, for everyone who thinks that those last three games against Arizona and the two Giants games are gimme, quote-unquote, wins, think again. The way this team's playing right now, those are not gimme wins. Not a single one of them. Not the way this team's playing right now. Easier games? Yes. Absolutely. The level of competition will certainly go down over the next, after the Seattle game. But gimme wins, quote-unquote? Not anymore. Not the way this team's playing. I don't know what else more to say right now. It's... uh, any loss sucks, but when you lose to the Cowboys, it always sucks worse. It always stings worse. Hate that star and everything about it. But they whooped their ass tonight. Second straight week, we got our ass kicked. And what's worse about this one, not because just the Cowboys, but because they just got their ass kicked last week. And there was nothing. No additional fight in this team tonight. Still sloppy play. Turnovers. No offense. Bad defense. I shouldn't say no offense, but inconsistent offense. No creativity offensively. One of the best plays of the game for almost three quarters was the fake punt. That's never a good sign. Good call, by the way, Miss Sirianni. That was the right time to do it. That was great. Maybe the only good decision he made tonight and the only well-executed play offensively. They didn't score a single point offensively other than the field goals. It's just bad. This team's playing bad football. They're not playing well. They're lucky to be in first place still. They're not playing like a first place to be team. They've already lost the first uh, seed now in the playoffs. And unless they get a lucky break, they're not going to get that back. They gave it away. Gave it away tonight. 49ers are not going to lose again. 
Maybe the Ravens could beat them. But I don't think the Eagles are going to go the rest of the season undefeated. Like I said, they're going to lose next week. I'll be the first one to be surprised. And again, I'm always hoping I'm wrong when I pick against the Eagles. That should go without saying, but I'll say it anyway. But they're going to lose next week. So that gives them four losses. So that means the 49ers are going to lose two more games. And that's not happening. I think the 49ers are clearly the best team in the NFL. And I now think you can make a very serious argument that the second best team in the NFL is probably debatable between the Ravens and the Cowboys. Where the Eagles are, I don't even know how to answer that question. Are they still a top five team? I don't know. I don't think so. You know, both of the Super Bowl teams last year are both struggling right now. The Chiefs lost again themselves. So both the Chiefs and the Eagles are in a tailspin looking for answers. And their quarterback lost it. Mahomes, I don't know what him and Andy Reid, too, his comments after the game about, you know, the refereeing or the NFL should be embarrassed by the refs or whatever, by the call that they made. Dude, Tony lined up way off sides. I mean, it's as clear as day. So I don't know what Andy Reid is thinking. Well, then he needs to change his prescription and his glasses. And Mahomes going crazy, saying it's the most ridiculous call in the world and all this kind of thing. Dude, look at the tape, Mahomes. Your guy was way off sides. It's blatant, clear as day penalty. So I don't know why you're pissing and moaning and whining and crying. It's not a good look for you, by the way. But we got our own problems here in Philly. Including probably a three-game losing streak coming up. Not playing good football in December like you should be. And that's the most concerning thing. Seems progressively getting worse. They didn't score at all tonight against the Cowboys. And for those of you who think we're going to beat, you know, the Eagles are going to beat Seattle next week, the team that played in Seattle prior to us, of course, was the Cowboys. The team that just beat the heck out of us in Dallas. And they played Dallas in Dallas and almost beat them. On the road, right? They were on the road. They're going back home when they don't lose. And the Eagles don't play well ever. So the Eagles, if there's ever a time to do the undoable, it's next week because they really need to start freaking turning the season around because it is spiraling out of control right now. Now, I did this podcast. I jumped right on after the game, literally five minutes after this game ended tonight. Here I am talking to you with the postgame. Haven't typically what I do is I watch the postgame interviews with the players and the coach and and all that. To me, it doesn't even matter what they say anymore because I'm done with whatever they're saying. Because whatever they're saying is not either getting through to the players or the players don't even believe in themselves what they're saying. 
the old saying, actions speak louder than words. And until I see this team get their shit together on the field, then there's no way I'm going to predict that they're going to go into Seattle next week and beat the Seahawks. It's not happening. So I'm trying to mentally prepare you, the audience, into getting another loss next week. Because barring something finally clicking on the team, that's what's going to happen. I don't know what else to tell you, but you can tell me. Okay? Email me your thoughts. What do you think's going on? What is wrong with this team right now? And tell me how they're going to beat Seattle if you think they're going to beat Seattle next week. Love to hear from you. Email address for the show is petwgp at gmail.com. P-E-T-W-G-P at gmail.com. Let me know your thoughts. Love to hear from you. If you think I'm way off in my analysis, what's yours? By the way, any talk about Hertz being MVP? I don't want to hear that. He is not even close to the MVP running now. Not even close. It's between two guys. Purdy and Prescott. That's it. Mahomes not even in there anymore. Those are two guys. One of those two will be the MVP. Maybe one of the wide receivers. I don't think so anymore. I think it's going to be Prescott or Purdy. Is going to be your league MVP. Right now it's probably Purdy. So... Whichever one of those two guys doesn't slip up the rest of the year, we'll win the MVP. Hertz is out. Mahomes is out. There's really nobody else can really think of. Right now, I think it will go to a quarterback. At one, at one point, I thought maybe a wide receiver would get it, like Tyreek Hill, as great a monster season as, he ha- as he's having. Maybe McCaffrey is mm, slightly in the mix there, but now I think it's either Purdy or Dak. You know, with uh, four weeks to go here. That's it. That's just, uh, that's where we're at right now, folks. Not sure what else to say. Feel bad for all those Eagle fans who flew out to Dallas to represent. Because I know I'm sure that they were full throttled and into it and doing their thing on the road and to watch the team lay another egg in front of a national audience. It had to be a tough road trip for all those guys. So let's hope the Eagles can figure th- some things out here and, and get their act together because they're losing a lot of things here along the way. Lost their first round by, lost their number one seed, now tied for the division. And Dallas wins and the Eagles lose to Seattle next week. They lose the division. And then you're on the road for the entire playoffs. Not where you want to be. Not many positives to talk about tonight. Like I said, very few guys. Reddick, 
Guy never takes playoff. Swift, I thought, ran the ball pretty well, like he usually does. Other than that, I saw some things from Sidney Brown that was promising. You know, he did still make some mistakes in coverage, but they also made some plays in coverage. I think Sidney Brown's going to be a player. Saw missed tackles again. A lot of PIs. Like, for some reason, we can't get our hands off these wide receivers. Can I get a stop on third down? Same problems we've had for weeks now. Can't get off the field on defense. And can't execute consistently on offense. A lot to work on. Things can get ugly quick. I mean, this was a season where two weeks ago the Eagles were 10-1. and one. And look how quickly things have changed in the last two weeks. Now we don't know where this is heading. Well, we know where it's heading, but it's not heading in the right direction. And, again, the most concerning thing is it doesn't seem the Eagles have any answers. With that being said, listen, we're still in first place. That's the optimistic view. That's the last half full perspective. But the Eagles got to go back to the drawing board here. Got to find what they haven't been able to find now in weeks. And come out and put up an effort here against a tough game on the road versus Seattle. We'll be back to talk about it later this week. Until then, take care. Fly, Eagles, fly. We'll talk to you soon.